Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Today I want to wrap up my things that don't exist in podcasting but should exist in podcasting talk with a conversation about the need for our own intrapreneurs. Yes, that's that is as difficult to say as it is to spell to come up in the marketplace. Now, on the final three days of this week, I've, I've been featuring things that we don't really have. Like we don't have a great way for the system, the software to be smart enough to serve the right kind of audio file to the right person at the right time. We talked about ways we can thread things together. We talked about lots of things that just don't exist in the world today. And today I'm going to do a brief version of the talk I'm about to give at PodFest Expo in Orlando, Florida, first part of March 2019. And I'm just going to hit the very top level pretty quickly about that. It has to do with the future of podcasting. And it's kind of of a central tenet to my my entire talk. So you're going to get a very short preview because I've only got about another. Well, I've been chatting for over a minute, so I've only got about seven minutes left. So I'm going to do the real fast version of this and talk about why we need intrapreneurs in podcasting. Because if you go back and look at the history of podcasting, this will be fast, promise you this. Podcasting got started in 2004. The very first big inflection point, if you will, was in July, June, summertime of 2005. And that's when our friends at Apple decided that any podcaster out there, you know, all few hundred of us at that time, we could list our shows inside of iTunes with their new 4.9 release which was great. So now we had this wonderful directory of content, which caused a whole bunch of other small companies to shudder because Apple already kind of owned the game. Lots of iTunes users. So sorry, Ray from iPoderX and other people who found themselves without, you know, an opportunity any longer. But that was inflection point number one, introducing everybody using iTunes to, uh, to podcasting. That continued in uh, January of 2007, I believe. Uh, Steve Jobs hands us all the iPhone Ooh, this new device. But for podcasting, what it meant was suddenly that iTunes was available on the same device they were listening to. It used to be an iPod previously, but now with the phone, the directory and the consumption device was all built into one. Ooh, big, big, big spark, possibly cementing Apple's dominance of podcasting for years to come. Then in 2012, Apple does it again, this time breaking out the podcast's app, that's what they called it originally, just podcast, now we call it Apple Podcasts, as a little purple icon with iOS 8. Now everybody had this new, every iPhone user had this new little purple icon, and they went, oh, that's cool, what is that? Some chose to listen to that. So suddenly, another big boost, as every single iPhone user has access to this thing called podcasts. Next big leap happened in 2012, uh, 2014 in October, when Serial burst on the scene. Remember that? Suddenly everybody... And everybody had to listen to Serial. 
It was all over the news, captured the public imagination, captured the media's imagination. And suddenly, everyone's interested in podcasting for its ability to deliver long-form content in a way that we really hadn't been able to do previously, or not as successfully. Not everybody jumped into it. So, wow, big, big, big deal. And then the last possible inflection point we're living through right now, and it happened just a couple of weeks ago with Spotify's massive money dump into podcasting, buying Hitmaker Gimlet, also buying easy-to-podcast, perhaps too-easy-to-podcast tool, Anchor. Big, big, big moves from there. We don't know what's going to shake out of that. Okay, so what does this have to do with podcasting intrapreneurs? By the way, intrapreneur means someone from the inside causing massive change, causing disruption, causing something new to happen inside of their organization, or in this case, our industry. Well, here's what that means. If you go back and look at the actual inflection points I just mentioned, three of them, three of the five, are owned by Apple. And Apple, as great of a supporter they have been of podcasting, and I will totally agree that we couldn't have been doing any of this stuff without pod, without Apple support, not at the level that we're getting it. Apple's not a podcasting company. And if you don't believe me about that, I want you to pull up their latest um, revenue statements because they have to post those. They're publicly traded. Point to the line item where they make money on podcasting. They don't. They don't charge people to be on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes. Podcasts are listed there for free. They don't charge for hosting and bandwidth. They don't even do hosting. They don't run ads on podcasts. They could. Maybe they will, but they don't. There's no revenue coming from podcasting. So Apple's not a podcasting company. Apple's making money because of podcasting. Sure, people are buying iPhones, but they're not a podcasting company. Those innovations, iTunes, the iPhone, the Apple Podcast app broken out, those were all done by a company, not a podcast company. And then go to Serial. Serial's great, but you do realize that Serial was started by public radio people. Yeah, those public radio people had a podcast with This American Life and bunches of other NPR-type shows, but they were radio people exploring a new medium, doing things of podcasting they couldn't do with the radio. And then Spotify. You know, the world's largest, I think, the world's largest music streaming app, throwing half a billion dollars around this year to acquire products. Not a podcasting company. Not at all. They're a music streaming service that wants to buy their way into podcasting. So think about that for a second. All of these major inflection points of podcasting since inception have been done by outsiders, have been done by entrepreneurial people at other organizations, Apple, This American Life, Spotify, others, and there are lots of other little smaller ones here as well. All these were done by people that are not inside of podcasting. Where are the podcasting entrepreneurs? Now, this is not to say that we don't have our own share of crazy, groundbreaking, um, wonderful people who've done some really, really good stuff for podcasting. I, I am not saying that whatsoever. There are lots of people who grew up with podcasting over the last 15 years who've done some really great things to help the content, to help the industry of podcasting. But when you go back and look at the really, really big moves, the inflection points, they were all done by outsiders. Now, my talk at PodFest, I'll go into more about what that means, and I'll give some examples, but I want to leave you 
the viewer or, and or listener here to Podcast Pontifications with this. The next 15 years are going to be radically different. Likely, likely from a lot of additional outside influences. But here's, I think, the key. Because we've been doing this for so long, 15 years now, and because we've had such new entrance in this, in this uh, scene, I think we'll see in the future more of a collaborative approach. People who've been podcasting, who also have outside experiences bringing those in, I think they'll wind up doing more. But it's really hard to predict what that means. What, what I predict the next 15 years of podcasting will be, I predict it will look very little. It'll have very little in common with the first 15 years. And that's kind of cool. That's really kind of cool. I welcome these outside influences changing what it means for us in the podcasting space. Because we're not doing it. I mean, we're not changing all that much. We're doing iterative design, iterative development, minor changes. It's the outsiders that do cool stuff. And that's fine. I'm okay with these outsiders doing really cool stuff. And I hope and I hope you guys are as well. Because, you know, it's the way things are going to work for uh, forever. Hey, welcome to Disruption. I kind of dig it. If you need some disruptive help thinking about how your business can enter the podcasting world, either with a podcast, awesome, or maybe you've got a business idea how you can jump into the podcasting space. I'm a podcast consultant, and I work almost exclusively with businesses and professional services providers. If you want someone in your corner who knows this space inside and out, who can also help with the technical stuff so you don't have to worry about that, get in touch with me. Evo at podcastlaunch.pro. Podcastlaunch.pro lists all the services I am currently offering to my clients. Have an enjoyable weekend, my friends. I shall see you Monday with another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S., the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, 
PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.